Hi, I'm James. And I'm Drew. And welcome to Graphic Support Group, a mindful podcast for the design industry and the self, where empathy and the creative cloud meet. Join us as we delve into the mind and soul of graphic design, from PSDs to PTSD. This is Graphic Support Group. This is, um, but yeah, we're just trying to kind of get this thing off the ground and talk to people we think are cool who have like sort of a spiritual practice or like have a kind of mindfulness aware approach to their design Mm -hmm. process, I guess. I've never Um, um, been on a podcast before. Um, Well, so this is my first time. Yeah. There's a first time for us. Yeah, we could we yeah. could make that happen. I wouldn't. Yeah, you took judge my virginity. Our... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say that either. But I was also gonna say I wouldn't judge. Like I would say to, you know, somebody else in in the situation you just described. I I would also say this. I wouldn't judge this experience as like, you know, the mm-hmm. same as as Penalty any other podcast, podcast. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I so think. we're here with uh, Somnath Bhatt, uh, mm-hmm. goes by Som. Sorry I butchered your name. It's okay. Um, he's an Indian-American designer based in New Haven right now. Uh, <laughs> but before that, he was doing his fellowship at the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a graduate of RISD and currently working on various projects in the cultural sector, including music mm. and drawings. Um, he's a smart and informed designer who combines his personal expression with a variety of making methods. So we're here to talk to him about his work and sort of the emotions and ideas behind them. So welcome to Graphic Support Group, guys. Yeah, um, yeah we're so glad to have you. Yeah, yeah it's um, awesome. I extend my gratitude. Mind. I extend I, my gratitude. I don't think I've seen you since you like and I 2018. Yeah, uh, so. I mean, we've talked yeah. a bit, but... Uh, it's nice to see and hear your voice again. Likewise, yeah. likewise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess cool. we could we could just have a like catch up. Like, how are you doing? Like that. Yeah, kind of sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. How's your uh, Friday evening going? Good. I was just like um, talking to my friend Simona about like your podcast and <laughs> like like saying like what should I say like how should i answer the question you texted me Drew? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a heavy one I it was know. yeah it was quite yeah. heavy yeah I was did it like, hit oh, you like a I... like a stack of bricks <laughs> um kind of, yeah i mean i was just like oh like what i feel like i'm quiet emotional or like i feel like each project affects me in a similar way <laughs> um, yeah well yeah. i mean that's that's interesting like that you think or or, that, or yeah. like I think um, I think I'm most like the most psychologically affected every time I have to like make my portfolio. So that's my answer mm. to your question. Yeah, but yeah. That, you gotta you gotta dig into that a bit more too. Is it? Uh, well, first of all, wh- how often do you do that? 
I avoid it as much as I can, but because like, my fellowship just ended and um, I have time, I like I'm updating. I just updated it like last week. So it was like a very fresh wound, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it about that process that's kind of like affects you? Mm-hmm. Well, I think everything. Um, I think the fact that you know that someone on the other end is going to like decide something about your future based on this PDF um, mm-hmm. that daunts me. Um, also, I'm like, what is the best representation of my being? Um, how do I decide that through like um, an InDesign file? I don't know. Yeah. So like questions like that, but then also just like, um, like like fear of judgment or criticism or like fear of rejection, fear of abandonment. I don't know. Yeah. Like lots of um, question marks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious also, like, is it, um, and I, we can elaborate on this a little bit more in talking about your other works, but, like, do mm-hmm. you feel some kind of pressure to also have to make some decisions on how you represent your work? Yeah, it's hard to, like, write about. Um, I, I think, yeah, for me, it's hard to write about, um, like, projects that I worked on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, describe them to someone else. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to add, ask me the last part of your question? Again? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, you. it sounds like there is a struggle to figure out which version of yourself or, like, which versions of yourself to present. Sure. So how, because yeah. you are, like, such a free-spirited, like, kind of zen <laughs> designer on the one hand where it's, like, there's no sort of... You make things that I think come across as just joyful to make, Mm-hmm. and they don't yeah. feel like it's you don't feel like they're like is judgment in the process like you don't judge yourself obviously you probably do but so mm-hmm. then there's the other side of design which is obviously a little bit more like self-loathing and critical and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah i'm curious like about those like types of uh archetypes i guess for sure i feel like um to answer the first part of your question i think I represent myself in the way that I did with you, like um, in that way. Um, and I think a lot of the things on there, people um, don't really expect me to do those or like even know that I did them. Um, and I love the way that you like like uh, described it as like versions because they're like literal versions after versions of like, you know, my portfolio that I save each time I'm sending it to someone else. So I guess it's like an editing process. Um, And then to answer the second part of your question, I'd say, um, I think, yeah, for sure. There's like joy in making the things I make. Um, But also, I guess, like, I guess describing joy or like describing like why you feel joy when you make can be I guess a struggle or like um, I think in that professional tone it's like harder to um, communicate that um, when there has to be this kind of veneer of um, like professionalization or like hierarchy or something where like um, this is my role or I don't know yeah 
Um, so I think that is the conflict. Um. <laughs> like, yeah, like you, if you go into like an interview or something, I mean, we don't, I don't even know what your uh, yeah. goals are professionally, to be honest, but I assume right. they're like what, what any other designers goals. I'm just be, like be- here to make a quick buck and get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just take that money. <clears throat> that, that and cash. like, yeah like and then like peace out like bye (laughs) well actually i'm kind of curious about that yeah i'm curious about that (laughs) because you just finished a fellowship and then i think like yeah i i I don't i don't know i'm not like super familiar with your work but i i I sense that there's sort of like artistic practice that goes alongside with your design practice Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i imagine that you're probably kind of at like a Mm and writing yeah um, I'm, I'm, yeah. Could you describe your current practice and like if you're in any sort of transitional moment, like what that's like? Right now? I think I was like on a downward spiral until like September, and then um, I realized that the downward spiral is connected to an upward spiral, or like it's the same energy. You just have to like shift and then like keep going up. So I think that's the transition that's happening, and I think. Um, Lately, people are like, oh, you're so busy, like, you're making so much work. But I feel like it was stuff that was, like, in progress, but it's only now that it's, like, coming out. Um, And it feels good to, like, expend or, like, release that way. Um, But that's where I'm at, I think, in my career or, like, um, practice. Is it mostly... so? you have a lot of like freelance work that you're doing that you have been doing recently or the Walker stuff mostly? Um, No Walker stuff. There is also some more Walker stuff to come um, like dot, dot, dot. um, um, But a lot of freelance stuff for now. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, I guess how you were mentioning this downward spiral and now there's like an upward Mm -hmm. spiral. Can you just without, can you, can you, uh, give us a little bit of like more about that and like how you figured that out and what that meant to you without getting too, I mean, you can mm-hmm. say as much as you want. You can be as For personal sure. as you want, sure. I mean, but I don't want to like cry too, <laughs> too heavily. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like, um, like with, like with spirals or like any circular motions, there's a lot of like returning to the same points over and over again, or like you pass mm-hmm. through very similar phases. And then when that happens, you kind of reach a point of exhaustion where you're either like, I can either be gentle with myself every time I like go through this orbit, or I need to find tools and rewards that will help me propel outwards um, so that I don't have to keep feeling this thing over and over again. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think that happens through, like, you know, good friendships and, um, I guess, therapy, um, finding out what's important to you. Um, Right. Yeah. What are some of those, like, recurring, is it sort of, like, phases, like, there's the phase of, like, oh, I'm working on this exciting thing, and then, like, oh, I'm not good enough for this, or, like, what what are those, I don't know, that's, like, just an example that I I have, Mm -hmm. but I wonder yes. what like those some of those are um that's a good question they're usually like not about work though but mm. because well, that's um, also relevant of course right it's like not about work but i think it drains energy from 
like making creative decisions um mm. yeah it's honestly um i guess a very simple way to put it would be like um usually it's like about the way i look or like if other people think i'm hot or not i don't know <laughs> yeah well if it makes you feel better i do um, okay <laughs> thanks I- <laughs> your fingers on your keyboard. Flip through the PDF one last time. It flows like water, each concept crystal clear, making perfect sense. Clever, concise, purposeful. Breathe out as you notice your minimal, elegant office, your books arranged. This is your tranquil space. A pleasant knock at the door. That must be the client. The coffee has just finished brewing. Four empty mugs ready. You open the door to wide smiles. They are eager to see your work. You are eager to share it with them. You talk and catch up. The conversation is natural and flows like water. Eyes light up as you walk through your presentation, and everyone applauds. You deserve this sense of purpose and pleasure. You are a professional. You work hard to deliver on promises, and you are valued for your creativity, for your passion, for your dedication. Let go of your fears, allowing yourself to relax. Soften your face as you take a last breath in and out.
on that note i mean i think that like what i'm also gathering is sort of like the cycles also point out sort of what your priorities are like whether that be in your life or whether that be in your work and mm -hmm. um I'm curious, like at your point in your career and also just like your personal life, like what are the things that like are important to you? Like, is it, <laughs> is it important to you to like have creative autonomy or is it important for you to like be developing a sense of craft or is it important to you to like sleep every day or? Oh my God, I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like um, what, what kinds of things are, are you're prioritizing in your life? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think, I think those keep negotiating, or you know, it's like constant negotiation. But I think yeah. for now, um, I would say, um, well, also, I think I'm not like very consciously thinking about priorities in a very like concrete way. But right. like every time I'm like in a new situation, they kind of shuffle. But I think. Um, I think I do value um, like self-rule or like um, autonomy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Does that make like it hard to work like for somebody or um, not. In, well, I think I would say that because I think I've been doing the or like the way that I've been working consistently. Um, Ha or like the way I've been working has been consistent enough that um, now when people reach out to me, they kind of are expecting me to, or like they want that. Um, but I think to put it in graphic design terms, I don't know if you know this studio, um, Grapus, which is like um, a Parisian um, design collective. Um, and I want to quote them. Um, one of the members was Pierre Bernard, and he said that perhaps, um, or he was talking about um, talking to clients, mm -hmm. um, and he was saying that like um, they felt that we rather forced their hands, that we had expressed ourselves in their place. At mm -hmm. some point, they agreed to the means of expression we use. They claim it as their own since we do the work in their name. Nevertheless, they felt a little bit frustrated. Perhaps that's because we didn't behave like suppliers, slavishly following their instructions. Rather, we were like equal partners, working mm -hmm. towards a common goal, which they had decided to share with us by offering us the job. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like the role of the designer a lot of times is a supplier we like supply an aesthetic or like we supply a solution right. but i think um by by like um maintaining a specific ethos or whatever around my work i'm not just doing that or like i'm not put into positions where i have to do that constantly right. where it's something else or it's like a collaborative decision or what have you so i guess that's the change yeah. Um, but I mean, like, what I was trying to get at is that, like, you've achieved that position at a relatively young age. And is it something <laughs> that, like, you had to fight for? Or is it something that kind of, like, as you put yourself out there, people started to recognize and now are coming to you? I don't know how to answer that question. I'm sorry. Was, <laughs> or, like, I don't know. Like a, was there a moment where you were like, I 
did you ever make that decision or did it just happen organically? Like, were you like, I'm not going to mm. like, I just want to do my thing. And like, if people want me, they'll find me. Or was it just like you mm. made a project that really like felt special. And then you sort of built off that momentum and like kept doing it. Um, I did ask it. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be, that could be why. No, that, that was not, no, that's not my answer. Uh, I did think you it do was, acid then? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, um, I think uh, both, both. I guess uh, I think it's not so like clear cut, or yeah, um, or I think these kinds of things don't happen so like intention. There's like a there's like some some intention, but then also a lot of it is just by coincidence, um, right? Yeah, but I think it's imp- like what I was thinking about downward spiral, upward spiral. I think like when you like pick up on those intentions or those vibrations, just hold on to them. Don't let them go right um like push harder yeah that's all your design work and like the way that you work do you feel that your art and your drawings and those types of things is just a very different thing from design profession and also like the writing like there's kind of like three separate things um Uh, or well okay so i can just yeah to answer that um let me just read something to you because last year my parents were like oh what is your plan like I feel like they're asking me a similar question and um (laughs) I like wrote an email to them um (laughs) describing I was like um like I was intending to discuss this in person but sending you a written brief instead um so three spheres that I want to simultaneously co-inhabit professionally in the next three years. And I was like, okay, design. Um, the goal as a designer would be um, to work in an environment that I think has an interesting design ethos and most likely on an editorial team. I want to work closely with cultural clients and brands who push forward the discourse in the field. Um, working with musicians is also something I enjoy. Um, and then areas I need to work on is like photography and refined typography, web layouts and development. Um, so that was like one track. The other track is illustration slash form making. I was like, I want to have a rigorous, extensive practice in um, illustration, I have a unique formal signature um, and an ease at making forms, um, like make things that could be like glib and be featured on it's nice that too mm-hmm. you know but then also um like something that's more um personal and has a deeper value to it right. um and then have also like an editorial touch um and i guess for in order to be able to for me to do that i would need to do like formal exercises like 36 days of type or something and then the third was like art slash humanities where I have a theoretical, culturally relevant, and research-based practice where I develop my voice as a cultural critic and ask questions, engage with topics with a sense of poeticism. Perhaps it would have a healing component to it, and an aspect of it would be carefulness and awareness um, towards um, craftspeople and workers. Um, And then a long-term goal um, would be to develop a writing practice so I feel like those were like the three things I like wrote to my parents um yeah and was that kind of like they demanded that you explain this to them or you just did it kind of because it felt like something that would be helpful for you and for them and like that's kind of how you talk to them so, and, and 
so like um i think in 20 uh, 2019 i got my visa and then um they were um, I, it was like a transitional phase and i was like oh i want to go or i was back home in india and i was like working like one freelance thing um and then actually my boss um she asked me she was like oh so what are your plans like i want to know um where do you see yourself in the future and then also my dad asked me the same question that day and then so i was like oh let me like write it down and like send it to all of these people who have are like curious about it and then like i embedded hyperlinks and stuff in there too um like oh here are examples yeah that's like the most like wholesome like response to that question i've ever heard where it's like that's like very mature screw you figure it out i would yeah exactly i would just be like leave me alone i'm figuring it out (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean i i think like like we're applauding your maturity but also i feel like but what i'm curious is sort of like it, that just strikes me that like you're very conscious of like what you want to do and what you where you want to go and like oh, hearing you talk about your goals it's not like i want to work on these brands i want to work with these clients it's Nike. like oh no i'm kidding <laughs> but it sounds like you're thinking about like what are the sort of also emotional and ethical dimensions that you want to have represented in your work um and, and your life really so i think that that's that's yeah. why i say it's maturity because you're thinking about all these things holistically and not just superficially well i don't want to like spend my time on stuff and then like um have it be something i'm embarrassed about later on right. or something yeah how do or, you um i guess make sure that what you're the work you're doing wherever you're doing it whatever it is kind of has that philosophy embedded in it like it seems like it does like it seems like you kind of are like all right i know you hold certain things dear to your heart and you like sort of try to bring that into the work however possible like yeah i think well i think it's a lot of like um, filtering I guess you have to like kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince or something like that or like you, like yeah. trial and error I guess yeah through the projects you mean like the work itself or through like who you're working with I guess frogs are the people who rejected me I don't know <laughs> yeah um. yeah need support now we love hearing from the design community call us at 202 202- five zero seven nine one five eight please share your story with us after the tone we'll do our best to respond on our podcast please leave a name or alias design role and location thank you for your call you mentioned some of it in that uh beautiful poem to f- mother and father uh oh my god the email <laughs> yeah um that was, that was the class we were in together uh, yeah <laughs> well i mean what the word that's actually keeps coming up for me hearing you talk some is um this I idea no, I also want to say I hope I I hope I'm not just like talking in platitudes. <laughs> oh no no, no not at all. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I, I think that like, you know, talking about sort of where you are in your career and the sort of oh how my you, God. I've only just begun. Yeah. Pa- how you've packaged, you know, the direction that you want to go. It, it seems like you're this is like my tell all. Well, it, it seems like you're. <laughs> it, it seems like you're also like. Like, I'm reading like emails. It. I'm like, you know, taking out the yeah. receipts. Uh, well, it's not like representation so much in the maybe like, you know, racial way, or it's more like being conscious of like who you are and where you're going. I think that's the sense that I get. Yeah, and like I think the online persona also plays into that. Like as you're saying, like sometimes <laughs> to like recharge your social batteries, and sometimes it's like it drains your social batteries. But like mm-hmm. they're kind of playing with these ideas of like how you represent yourself and like what your work represents to you, re- what it represents to you in your life. I think a lot of it also, um, to put it very plainly, comes um, or like I think that way or like that mode of engagement i think at least for my generation started from tumblr as well this like notion of like self-editing right or like self um like which parts of you um do you want to like enhance versus like kind of also like yeah i don't know like that yeah self-editing i don't know i i also kind of uh think like modify at its height had this really like unique blend of sincerity and irony. Like yeah, yeah. it, could it be was a good balance. Yeah. Shithole of irony and also the most mm-hmm. like loving and like enthusiastic and like <laughs> yeah. sort of teen like emotion For sure. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It was like yeah, it was like it was raw. Like, like it was yeah. like raw embrace. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's like that's pretty interesting. I do feel I like miss, there is like I a intimacy. <laughs> There's like an intimacy to Tumblr, right? Because it's like this sort of like, w- like dark kind of like very moody, like <laughs> yeah, very moody little like caption very kind moody. of thing. Very like dramatic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like sort of how you present yourself sometimes too. Like there's like a drama to it a bit, uh, and, <laughs> okay. the, and the work. Is, very uh dramatic too like not in a in a sincere way like sincerely dramatic like i care about this shit and it makes me feel joy (laughs) and like what i want to share and yeah yeah, like very earnest and Mm -hmm. kind of like that sort of intimacy i feel like does come across yeah Mm, Yeah. i I like to carry this note a little bit uh further in terms of like sincerity and like but like, could you take a quick moment and just kind of explain your background? Like, I grew up in India, um, in Gujarat, in this town called Ahmedabad. Um, and then I was born and brought up there. Um, I did, I, for one year of high school, I came to New Haven actually um, mm-hmm. for this arts program. Um, and then I went back um, to India, and then I was homeschooled my last year of um, oh, wow. high school. <laughs> yeah, um, and then um, I applied to, or like I knew I wanted to go to art school, and then I was like, at that time, I had read that like RISD is like the best art school in the world, um, and then I was like, okay, that's where I'm going, and then it was <laughs> like, ooh, I only applied to like, I only like try. I worked really hard, and I was like, I'm only applying to this college. Um, and then um, 
I got in. Um, but then it was like so expensive. So I took a year off. And then um, at that time, yeah, I took a year off. And then I came to the US um, in 2013. And then um, I guess it's been like six or seven years. I've been cool. here since then. Um, I don't know if that answers my question, but that's like the chronology of like my education process or something. Um, editorializing of the self perhaps also comes from um, this idea of having to like be in very different um, like educational environments too, I right, think, or right. that could be a con- like, contrib- like a contributing factor because um, I went to a Montessori school until like seventh grade. And then in eighth grade, I went to a public school in India. And I think they're very similar to like schools in Korea because they're very competitive and like, right you have to like pick a track and like get the best grades. And then I came to an American high school, an American public high school, and you like learn what the car your state looks like and what is the school to prison pipeline. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like homeschooled right after. Um, And then I took a year off. Yeah. I don't know. So like lots of different um, ways to like learn or inhabit um, spaces, I guess. Yeah. And also there's like different modes of society in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think actually one interesting thing that I'm curious about, and I think you've talked about it in the past, is this like idea of decolonizing design. <laughs> okay. <And> like, sure. <laughs> like what does that mean to you? Like I, I struggle with it as well, but um, is that something that's like important to you still? Or is it like how has your relationship to that term like adapted since you Mm -hmm. first encountered it (laughs) yeah i think the way um it sounds really cool right like to decolonize something Um, yeah um i think um design only exists as a category to designate some makers as belonging to a genealogy of like professionalized and industrialized making and it serves primarily to differentiate them from, um, you know, craftsmen or like manual laborers. Um, right. And design would need to negotiate its own history. So decolonization isn't just like bathing in holy water or like a quick rebrand where right. um, you can suddenly like be decolonized. And I also think that in the last decade or so, decolonization, which was originally a very powerful and controversial idea, Um, Mm -hmm. has become very diluted from its original context. And when we speak of decolonizing, we're very often simply referring to the Um, Mm post-colonial. I think, um, so that's like my one take on it. Um, But also I think um, I would also add to that, that, um, you know, like how do you decolonize finance or like how do you decolonize... um, like any other sector um like how is that like i don't know like does that still hold up like that argument um so i think that shouldn't be or you know um unless you like completely like separate yourself from like the idea of like nation state you can't like decolonize anything um yeah but i don't know if that answers your question oh totally that's very well put um and I think it's interesting that you've also addressed the like market and kind of production aspects of design and how to, how design differentiates. Um, 
I have like a personal curiosity. I was yeah. like kind of digging around your Instagram and saw that you you used to, you used to be a, wanted wanted to weave. Um, oh my God. You weave, right? I do weave. I do a hand tapestry. Um, yeah, but I, 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 we can't hear the sirens, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I'm curious, like, did you learn from someone or like, how did that, you know? Um, I learned at RISD um, oh, for like cool. a winter session class. Um, yeah. But then one summer I was um, learning how to weave in India. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I, I, I like see... lost touch. I haven't like done it in a very long time. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried a, a loom, like, I, the reason why I like hand tapestry is that, like, I can kind of do whatever I want, like, within the framework of hand weaving. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't like about using a loom was, like, I felt like I was such a machine. Like, I felt mm. like such a tool. Like Really? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I really? guess I, think I, I feel like, to... to me, it was more, like, meditative or, like, you know, monk, yeah. monk vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate the pattern, but it just felt so, mm. like, physically rep re repetitious. That, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I, I know a lot of the drawings were used, or you made a lot of drawings for Nico Jar. Um, yeah. Um, and I feel yeah. like maybe that's kind of what he saw. Like, I feel like his music does a similar thing. Um, <laughs> when you said Nico Jar, I was going to say babe. <laughs> <laughs> That he's a babe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What was your question? Sorry, I'm like very distracted. Like, I feel like there's a kind of similar mentality there, and I'm curious if that's kind of how you see your work too, and like, is that how that kind of connection came with Nico Jar's uh, work too? Mm. Honestly, it's hard to tell. Um... Like what qualities or like what, what are you specifically referring to? Like this like, sort of, like, do you view your work as a reflection of your intention to decolonize design? I have no intention to decolonize design. Oh, like, okay. I, as I said, I'm like here to like, I'm, I'm here to like make a quick buck and peace out. <laughs> <laughs> In your drawings too? Well, I don't know if you would, I don't know. I feel like people don't consider them as design, you know, or... I don't know what they consider. But you get paid to make them, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think I I don't want to take on the burden of decolonizing anything. Cause, um... Another thing we like to do on the podcast is kind of come up with a mantra. Oh, God. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding one for this one. I was thinking about this. So many things. Yeah, Drew, do you have I mean, one? I think it goes back to that uh, that versions thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, we started off, it's very, been confusing to me this whole time because you said... There are a lot that, of things that were, like, good, right? Yeah, you used the word virgin early on, but I am talking oh about God. the word <laughs> version with an S, yeah, yeah, just yeah. so everyone's clear. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was, like, you know, it's about, like, kind of self-editing. Like or like went off um, in this podcast. Like, who, <laughs> who you can be at certain... Like, just like how do you form who you are and like how do you decide who you who to be right. in different contexts it's For something sure. about that like versioning like, or contemplate your versions no i think maybe let me see if i can find something that could be related to um the idea of versions i guess because or i guess like um 
Like, what is our internal variety, a chance to be all our various selves, a concrete feeling of individuality that we recreate every day? Our choices are real. We are here because we really want to be here. Um, the world, this body, and all its glories is all ours. Um, I don't know, something like that. Right? That's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So do you want us, that last sentence could be the mantra. Yeah. Or, or, or you're here I, because I, you really want to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, or like this concrete sense of um, a concrete feeling of individual, like a concrete feeling of individuality that we recreate every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Um, that's, yeah. That's a really nice way of putting versioning because it feels from within, not like yeah, yeah. influenced by the world, but it's like a decision that we make every For day. Sure. And it's, yeah mm -hmm. and it's also like asking ourselves every day what is our internal variety um right. what are all our various selves right do you think yeah. you ask yourself that at, like is that something you think about a lot um i don't but nico made me think about that a lot oh um, really wow yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah cool is that like kind of what he kind of those conversations you had about the working together like that's kind of what he was getting at, i don't think he's like I, I don't think um, it's like so direct, but I think um, because um, there is so much like making and then like remaking that like automatically makes you, um, yeah, like also I guess when you make, there's like the, um, like the analytical critical self, but then there's also like the, observe, the observing self and I feel like they're also constantly at battle with each other. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so I guess yeah. like that's also like a form of internal variety or um, yeah, like, like existing um, or like what are our many selves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you, you are many people, even in the context of your work, like you're a critic, you're a yeah. maker, you are yeah. a, like a, a supplier. <laughs> yeah. And also like, um, someone with a lot of feelings or love or something too. Or... Mm -hmm. And it's like, you yeah. have to figure out like, am I just the supplier here? Do I want to mm -hmm. show like them For a little sure. bit more of myself? Do I yeah, want yeah, to just yeah. like make them happy and that's it? And like, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of versioning I think too, which is interesting. Or, okay. Uh, maybe the mantra is um, this shit has levels. <laughs> <laughs> This shit has levels. Yeah. Well, I, this, no. <laughs> that is not the. This is like the yeah, yeah. another version of the mantra. I guess yeah. we can like think um, about it like that. Yeah. I, I think we're starting to like lose our marbles a little bit. But uh, is there anything else, Drew, that you want to? Yeah, I, I, I had a question for both of you. It seems like you both like um, exchange notes and stuff before you like interview people. Oh yeah, we have uh, a whole dossier. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> about that process. Or like, if you got a lot of dirt, we got a lot of dirt on you, frankly, yeah. and uh, it's hard to. Find let's just out. say, you know, <laughs> yeah. you no, better, we, you we, better, we... better keep quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we we have like a little notes doc. Um, I think actually what's awesome, we, we hit like 80% of the things we were curious about. Mm. Um, what is like the 20, I can, maybe we could do a rapid fire. Before. Yeah. Well, so actually the one thing that I was personally curious about, like related to your drawings is like, is there any sort of sense of like spirituality? Like, 
behind them or are they just mm. sort of symbols that you're attracted to? Mm, I think, um, or, or like, you know, uh, I guess I would frame it this way. Like, I feel like humans have like various drives, you know, like a drive towards, um, or, you know, like um, social or biological um, drives, but then also, I guess, like being attracted to something or like being drawn to a certain form or like a story is also like a drive and that drive could be spiritual. Yeah. Is there like a spiritual feeling you have while working on these? Like, is I there just... any sort of mm. like, do you have like a kind of like flow zen flow that you get into and you can feel that or is it because i feel like that's kind of what i see in the in the work it's oh, like you just you must I'm like get into a yeah no oh, i mean there's definitely but i think that flow i guess comes from like routine or like all right it's more like an endurance thing or like you, it's a muscle you have to like keep on um like using or something like that mm-hmm. yeah is there fear at all like in that process or like anxiety <laughs> um yeah like so much anxiety i feel like um most of it's like 90 percent anxiety and then it's like like 10 percent that flow hmm. anxiety is like a subtopic running thread in our <laughs> podcast yeah no about. i think anxiety is like chronic condition of like humanity yeah. right yeah yeah i think we want to like to answer more of your question about the notes i think a lot of what we do is try to figure out things that we could talk to our guest about that would get us somewhere deep yeah (laughs) it's sort of like yeah um trying to kind of say like okay maybe this is an entry point for this and this person or maybe like maybe this will and i think like all of ours with you kind of did do that successfully but you also are a deep person so right i think something that i've been i i've heard um or maybe this is not for me to say um but um you gotta other people yeah i guess i do um have i think um I think for me, it's very easy to like get deep very quickly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think also. Fact, sorry. Oh, no, no. I think just another thing about our process is actually we try not to prepare too much so that like, yeah, yeah. the conversation mm-hmm. flows organically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that uh, I think it's interesting that you say that because there's always been something about like when I talk to you that. I think is so interesting and I think that's it it's that like it's it's unexpected how like open <laughs> you are maybe yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah and like I think people aren't like ready for that always because you're like so funny and like light and then like all of a sudden there's, yeah like, it's this like... massive like you know uh epic kind <laughs> of <laughs> or it's just like uh, yeah i guess like being real or something i don't know yeah, yeah. well i mean it also makes me want to read more of your writing so please share um i mean i'm not like a good writer i think most writing i do is like interviews um because i like to like learn with the person that i'm writing about or like um conversation um mm-hmm. yeah but i think i do need to like at some point write um more like um pieces that are like long form or like opinion like op-ed kind of stuff but um, maybe in 2021 sometime I don't yeah yeah 
because I like to be learning as I'm like writing. Um, yeah, know. I'm the same. Like I used to write about music. I, did, I only really liked the interviews. <laughs> like I couldn't. Really <laughs> yeah, and I think I have an ease with that format for now. Um, but yeah. It, yeah. Cool. I there is a lot of like room for improvement. I think. Yeah. You can find him at Mohan Jadaro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thanks. For... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop recording because I think that we got the core of the podcast, but we can definitely hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Debrief. Wow. What an intense therapy session. <laughs>